1: If there really was a female-equivalent formula to that male favourite, let's put together a gang for one last ride, it may very well be this. It's the opening of a film currently sitting at the top of Netflix's top ten right now, Luckiest Girl Alive.
2: My name is Ani Feneliti. Soon I'll be an editor at the New York Times magazine. Your voice is simply peerless. And in six weeks I'm getting married in a lavish but tasteful ceremony. Meet Arnie Harrison, nearly, once
1: she's married millionaire playboy Luke Harrison. She's currently working on Madison Avenue at a glossy, slightly trashy magazine called The Women's Bible. But she's on the way up. There's an offer to join the far more prestigious New York Times
2: magazine. Luke comes for money. let But I have something no trust fund can buy. The Edge. Love my work. Hate babies. I'm this close to the life no one thought I deserved.
1: Well, so far, so Sex and the City and all the rest of those aspirational bestsellers. But there's more to the story, hinted at by the casting of defiantly blue-collar Mila Kunis as Arnie, who actually started out as humble Tiffany, Tiffany Finelli from very much the wrong side of the tracks. This is Arnie. Nice to meet you.
2: Mr. Larson, it's me, Tiffany.
1: Tiffany? <laughs> we flash back to her first days at a top school, thanks to a scholarship. And soon afterwards, something happened. Something that Tiffany famously survived. And now, at the worst possible time for the renamed Arnie, that something is about to be raked up again.
0: I'm working on a documentary about the incident at your high school. There are still so many questions that you've never answered. People want to know... Were you a hero or an accomplice? Will
1: Annie finally break her silence about what happened? Which account is the truth? Will Annie's carefully constructed new life fall to pieces? All this makes Luckiest Girl Alive seem like it could have been a pretty good book. Maybe not Catcher in the Rye good, but certainly a worthy member of Oprah's Books of the Month. How could you not tell me about this?
2: I've carried this horrible thing with me alone for years. And it has built up this rage inside of me. Arnie, get out! Don't touch me! But writer
1: Jessica Knoll had bigger fish to fry than merely worthy. This was a story she had a deep personal connection to. Like her character Arnie, Knoll was involved in a traumatic event at school. And also like her, she's fiercely ambitious.
2: I don't know what's me. And what part I invented...
1: Your former classmate has made claims against you.
0: Don't talk about
2: what happened that night. Are you seriously trying to threaten me right now?
1: Not that there's anything wrong with wanting a big, fat, best selling hit. Look what it did for the writers of Gone Girl and Girl on a Train. If Luckiest Girl Alive does nothing else, it proves the staying power of a page turner with guns, violence, and the word girl
2: in the title. It's 2015, and people still act like marriage is some sort of crowning achievement for women. That is a trap I did not fall into. Some people
1: prefer to really feel like they're holding a knife in their hands.
2: I dove in headfirst. The film version starts well. Well, starts
1: well twice, in fact, establishing the two parallel stories of Annie Tiffany. Tiffany trying to keep up with the in-crowd at school no matter what is all too convincing. And so is Arnie years later, trying to pretend the stories she's handed at the Women's Bible aren't totally demeaning. In each case, novelist-screenwriter
2: Jessica Knoll is clearly writing from the heart. Heretofore, it is his birthright to marry a blonde insect of Norwegian descent with a gender-ambiguous name, like Landry or Devon who can spot my grift a mile away.
1: But writing from the heart and sticking to the facts aren't what the readership of a best-selling sensation really wants. In real life, ratbags get away with it, decent people find the justice system isn't on their side, the statistics of when poor women accuse rich men are staggeringly awful. Who wants to read that?
0: You have to get into the nitty-gritty details for the whole world. Do you like your life, Tiffany?
2: Sometimes I feel like a wind up doll.
1: So, the answer is to turn to fiction. That's where the rich and guilty get punished by the poor and honest, where culprits confess at the drop of a hat, and talented young writers move onwards and upwards. Because talent, like virtue, is richly rewarded by the noble people who run this mythical no way, world.
2: It's about the importance of all of us speaking freely, even if people want to silence us, so that we can become the kind of women our younger selves would admire. I'm hearing from women who have never shared their stories you can see
1: why Luckiest Girl Alive is such a hit. It knows exactly what it's delivering to an audience that right now really wants to believe a story like this can happen, if only for a couple of hours. It takes real life and then gives it the ending it deserves. But
2: we all want that sometimes. Turn my key. And I will tell you exactly what you want to hear.